0: Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your
1: host, Jeff Kropp. Welcome, everybody. Great to have you with us today on a Friday. It's Freedom Friday, except it's a little different today because this is not a live radio show. So please don't try to call in because producer Phil just won't pick up on you. I am uh, on my way, as you listen to this, at least if you listen to it in the morning in the normal time, I'm on my way to Mike Lindell's Truth Summit in Springfield, Missouri, this weekend on Saturday and Sunday, which is the place that he'll be uh, releasing the new documentary from the 2020 election called Selection Code. This is that movie written and produced by Laura Logan. Uh, famed CBS reporter. At at any rate, uh, it is also going to be part of uh, what we're going to be talking about on on September 3rd at the Gathering of Eagles. And if you want to register for that event, which features Dr. Douglas Frank, who is also in uh, selection code and is uh, been working with Mike Lindell across the country to educate voters on to how the machines are stealing elections and how exactly that they're doing it with the algorithms. The election integrity issue is not going away. And it's the focus of what I want to talk with you about today. But that's why I'm going to Springfield, Missouri for the weekend. Uh, the Truth Summit, Mike Lindell's Truth Summit. And then on Monday, I'll be flying home and I'll have another show uh, for you that that hopefully will add something to your world in terms of changing your world. Which is the whole theme of this show and why we try to do what we do here. To talk about the political issues of the day in the manner that helps you use them to have those persuasive arguments with people in your world. So... By the way, I uh, want to remind you um, that the Gathering of Eagles event, you, you have to be registered for it. Uh, not only will Dr. Frank be there, but John Tamney, who is FreedomWorks vice president back in Washington, D.C. He's an economist, and you see him uh, on CNBC, you see him on Fox Business, talking about the, the synergy between freedom and capitalism. And he's going to be sharing with us at the Gathering of the Eagles exactly what's going on in the Biden administration and how that threatens not just capitalism, but it ends up threatening our freedom. So we'll also, uh, in addition to Dr. Frank, we'll hear from numerous um, activists, shall we say, around the state that are engaged in auditing of uh, who's really on the voter rolls at the most basic grassroots level. Now, the Democrats haven't outlawed that yet, so we can still do that. And um, they're going to be sharing with us some of the results that they have found out. And then we're also going to have some great training about how you can be involved in the upcoming November election on many different levels, including auditing, uh, looking at how signatures are being verified, and so on and so forth. We're going to have training for that. And then we're going to have Tina Peters, join us. She is the central figure in the Selection Code movie that will be released this coming weekend. And hopefully we're going to be able to show it. And Tina Peters will be uh, in from Colorado for a couple of days to to be available for questions and to, uh, to talk with people that are still interested, that still have questions about the 2020 election. I know I do, and I bet many of you do also. So I, I want to talk a little bit about that because Captain Seth Keshul has some interesting statistics uh, for Oregon, Washington, Colorado, and Utah that really kind of don't make any sense. Now, there are good reasons to talk about that, and, and we'll get to them uh, in a moment Uh, I I do need to uh, read a couple of emails because, (laughs) you know, some of you don't agree with my endorsing my longtime friend Betsy Johnson for governor over Christine Drazen. You know how I feel about Christine. Uh, She is not to be trusted for a number of reasons. She is the establishment candidate. And I'm not interested in supporting the establishment anymore because they won't stand up for America first. They're globalist, and that's who Christine is. So, all right. I occasionally get well, I get emails like from Rosalie. Love you, Rosalie. Um she writes, "It took Betsy this long to collect 48,000 signatures? Hopefully your friendship endorsement is as worthless as Lars was for Barton." <laughs> And then Jim writes me an email about, uh, you know, Liz Cheney, talking about elections, losing and losing big by almost 40 points, folks. He, uh, he starts his email uh, here by humorous hubris. Quote, we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom and that government of the people, by the people and for the people shall not perish from this earth. That's Abraham Lincoln. He writes, Ah, Liz Cheney. The thorn has been removed from Donald Trump's thaw. Ah, yeah, laugh myself silly when I saw her quoting Abraham Lincoln. Her, hubius, her hubris, rather, is humorous. Damn the torpedoes. Full speed ahead. I have not yet begun to fight. Good luck with your political future, Jane, you ignorant slut. All right, forgive me for saying that, but Jim is obviously of the age that, well, if you remember Saturday Night Live, Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin used to do a, uh, oh, just some satire about um, a couple of political pundits who used to go at each other, and he, he used to call her, Jane, you ignorant slut. Anyway, um... That's it for the emails for the moment, anyway. Um, by the way, want to thank Beloved Cheesecakes, Revolution's Pool and Spa, Covered Bridge Cafe, and Kevin Mannix Law Firm for being sponsors of the Gathering of Eagles event where we are live streaming it for the first time ever. Uh, you know, granted, this is on September 3rd, so that's Labor Day weekend. Some people may be out, but they you know, are out and about with family or whatever, but they still want to perhaps listen to some of the speakers. Well, you can get it on a live stream. It's $20 for the live stream. It's only $10 to attend by person. If you can't attend by person, think about the live stream. Uh, we'll cover the entire event from the beginning to the end, including maybe Mike Lindell, either, you know, maybe calling in live from wherever he might be with Donald Trump on that Saturday, or at least a a message from him that he will have videotaped for us. Again, thanks to all their sponsors. Really appreciate them uh, stepping up to that. So, Captain Seth Keschel, Captain K's Corner, it's his Substack uh, article, Um. And you have to, uh, you, you can get to it. Um, and why did it just go away from me? I hate it when that does that to me. Darn it. Yeah. It, here it is, right here. Okay. So he starts out by saying this. And, and if you remember last year's event... He presented some very interesting statistics. Now, one of them happened to be uh, the regarding Lynn County, Oregon. And, you know, Lynn County is where I I farm now and where my home is. And I've known the county clerk there for a very long time. He's a guy I know and trust. uh, And I don't believe in any way he would ever be party to any kind of vote-stealing or voter fraud in any way. If this is happening the way that we believe it is, by what Dr. Frank has uncovered, and by what Tina Peters talks about in Selection Code, Laura Logan's movie, then the data that he showed us about several Oregon counties... Cannot be ignored. Now, in his Substack post here today, here's the headline. Washington, Oregon, Colorado, and Utah show the media's lying vote-by-mail narrative. And he starts off by talking about it's still hard for people to get their minds around the fact that 155 million total votes were cast in 2020 for the two main party candidates. Now, there were only 130 million votes cast in 2016, four years prior, between Trump and Clinton. And Trump's gains, he writes, were astonishing, particularly when viewed in the context that no incumbent president... Now, listen to this. No incumbent president has gained votes from previous elections and lost from the previous election, and lost since Grover Cleveland did so in 1888. One of the go-to media misdirection plays, he writes, for justifying such ridiculous turnout is to cite the unprecedented number of voters casting mail-in ballots. He says this would make sense in states like Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Nevada, or Wisconsin, but why would we see massive turnout spikes in states that have voted exclusively by mail for many election cycles? He then writes All eyes are on Washington, Oregon, Utah, and Colorado in this analysis, which will focus on the increase in turnout from vote by mail. You'll understand, now, and this is quite a prediction on his part. You'll understand why I see Washington, Oregon, and Colorado's potential 2020 Trump states by the end of this article. Now, that's potentially true unless we find a way to stop what has apparently been happening. This is where you all come in. This is why it's so important for you to be educated, on how the steel has been happening. In fact, there's a there's a book written about this. Uh, the steel one and two, and it's um, well, it just helps lay this out. So.
0: Let the music play on, play play Feel it in your heart and feel it in your soul. Let the music take control. We're going to party, fiesta, forever. Come on and sing my song. Jeff now at 503 589 1220. That's 503 589 1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: All right, we're back. Uh, please don't call in. This is a pre recorded show. I know it's Freedom Friday. My apologies to those of you who wanted to call in today. Sorry, I'm on an airplane on my way to Mike Lindell's Truth Summit in Springfield, Missouri, this weekend, where we'll again, we'll see the uh, full 90-minute version of Selection Code. That's the Laura Logan movie featuring Tina Peters and others about the 2020 election fraud. And I call it an election fraud because I was just going over in the previous segment Captain Seth Keschel's numbers... The increase in total votes in states here in the West, Washington, Oregon, Colorado and Utah that have had vote by mail. Now, he makes an interesting point in states that didn't have it before, but went to it because of, quote unquote, COVID. It makes sense that there would be an increase in voting. But in states like ours that have I mean, we've our first presidential vote by mail election, was in 2000. And I, you know, I got to tell you, it, it is hard to argue with hard numbers. Now, here's what he, his takeaway is, and I'll share it with you in, in just a moment here. I got to remind you, friends, Freedom Heating and Air can keep you cool. It has been warm the last few days, and it's probably going to stay warm for a bit longer. If you're really uncomfortable because your air conditioning isn't working, either in your home or your business, you just owe it to yourself to stop being uncomfortable. Literally. Give Freedom Heating and Air a call. And they'll come out right away, and they'll get it fixed for you. 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Check out their website at freedomheatingandair.net. That's freedomheatingandair.net. So here's the takeaways from what Seth Keschel is surmising based on how how much vote-by-mail increase there was in states like ours and others that have been voting by mail for a long time. Here's what he says. Number one, vote-by-mail is used to control state election outcomes generally solidifying blue states and tipping purple ones to the blue column. He writes, this tells us why Pennsylvania Democrats are pushing hard for vote by mail, why the COVID scare was pushed to accommodate for mail-in elections across the country. Number two, vote by mail, mules, remember that show, 2,000 mules, drop boxes and ballot harvesting all go Hand in hand. And they do. Because it seems... At least where we... Have the evidence... That it has the ability... To certainly turn elections. Again, that was in 2000. Mules Number three, his third takeaway... Is Washington, Oregon, Colorado, and Utah... Show clearly that the media is using the excuse of more people voted by mail so Biden's vote totals are justified, is complete nonsense. All four states have predictable or explainable turnout totals leading into 2020, while having put vote-by-mail into play in at least one election cycle beforehand. And and that ultimately is what they are alleging, the media, is that vote-by-mail allowed more people to vote, and that's how Biden could actually get 81 million votes. Very few people believe that. Well, those of us who can analyze and do math, anyway. Number four, he says, vote by mail must be severely restricted if America's election systems are to be repaired. Now, okay. This is, at least in part, why we're focusing on this issue. And why the gathering of eagles will feature election integrity issues. Taking Oregon elections back. Because that's exactly what we mean to do, folks. But we cannot do it until we the people are engaged at a level that they cannot steal the election anymore. Now, how do we do that? Well, first thing you got to do is you got to get educated. That's what we're trying to do again with having Dr. Frank out here when he was out here a couple of months ago touring the state. And what we're going to focus on Gathering of Eagles And the training part of how you can be a part of Stopping This obvious fraud That'll be important If you want to get involved If you want to learn more about how You can do this How you can be a part of Reassuring that there is in fact Election integrity in Oregon And that they can't manufacture votes as easily as they have been able to in the past. This is what Motor Voter was all about, folks. It was providing this vast, vast pool of registered voters who don't vote. Yet somehow, a vote gets cast in their name. And Dr. Frank said it best. You can audit and re-audit all day long. Just like in a bank. You can audit the checks and everything balances, but it doesn't change the fact.
0: Now at 503 589 1220. That's 503 589 1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: All right, we're back, friends. Great to have you with us. Please don't call in. as uh, I know it's Freedom Friday, but this is a pre recorded show because I'm on my way to the Mike Lindell Truth. Summit uh, in Springfield, Missouri. I'll be back uh, on Monday. Monday show will also be uh, re- pre-recorded because I'll be on an airplane flying home back then. And I hope that I can bring you some powerful, on Tuesday, some powerful things that we will have learned about some of the lawsuits going on across the country that Mike Lindell is a part of, and frankly, Dr. Frank is a part of, to stop machine counting. This is what the Selection Code movie is all about. And this is how, frankly, we're going to be able to, in Oregon, stop machine counting here. And let me tell you how I think that plays out in just a moment. I want to also remind you, I want to thank so many of our great sponsors that sponsor not only this radio show, but also this radio station, I want to thank Rebecca Donaldson. You know, she is the award-winning real estate broker. She won Best of the Willamette Valley because she's good at what she does. And that's good for you, especially in a changing real estate market with interest rates where they are and, and home values now kind of shifting a little bit, it seems. She's on top of her game, her and her team. And that's good for you because she can give you the latest, best advice about well, what's beneficial to you if you're thinking about buying or selling a home? So check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com, rebeccasgothouses.com, or just give her a call, 503 So again, please don't call in today as producer Phil will not answer the phones, uh, even though it's Freedom Friday. I'll make it up to you in the future, I promise. All right, so the way we fix this is the way they've done it in Arizona. Now, I'm not talking about at the state level just yet, because my friend Mark Fincham won the Republican primary down there to run against another leftist Democrat for Secretary of State. The current Secretary of State down there is a leftist Democrat who now is going to be going up against Carrie Lake, the Trump-endorsed, Um, Just awesome candidate. And even though it's very possible and likely, if they do things right in Arizona, at the local level, they can have a clean election or a relatively clean election. Because you always have Maricopa County. And the Republicans there are as dirty as the Republicans are in Georgia. Georgia. Just ask Christina Maliman about that. She saw it with her own eyes. At any rate, folks, it's going to happen at the local level. It's not going to be just a governor, a Trump person getting elected governor or secretary of state. It's going to take more than that. It's going to take what's happening down in Yuma, Arizona. And that's all because of a constitutional sheriff, folks. You see, this is how we fix this in Oregon. You know, I really believe this is it. You know, my friend Walt, uh, who has been along with others in the Republican Party, have been, well, been collecting data, knocking on doors. You know, Walt uh, is not afraid to tell you that there is a, he and his wife live, just the two of them, They are registered to vote, but there's a third person they don't know who's registered to vote at their address. Now, how many times has that person voted? Where did they vote from? Now, in Oregon, of course, as Seth Keschel pointed out, you know, the vote by mail and mules and ballot drop boxes, these are all things... That other states are just getting into that we've been doing for a long time in Oregon, unfortunately. And this is part of how they manipulate and steal elections here in Oregon. Okay. So, at the county level, a constitutional sheriff can look at evidence brought to him. Oh, like maybe geolocations of mules... That are, as again, 2,000 Mules pointed out, the geolocation data, which is commercially available, that the FBI uses every day to convict Americans of crimes. That geolocation data shows the mules going to at least 10 different drop boxes and at least five different nonprofits where they were picking up ballots. Ballots that were manufactured. They're still real ballots, folks. Well, for the most part. And they have a real voter's name attached to them. Dr. Frank points all of that out. But these people really didn't vote. Someone else cast their vote for them. Now, a sheriff can look at that evidence. A sheriff could look at then the video evidence of these mules visiting numerous drop boxes and do like the sheriff did down in Yuma. Say, yeah, something's not right here. And begin active investigations. Including, and this is something that some of you can do, and that's video film the steel in its various stages. Like the mules. Looking around, taking pictures of the ballots that they're stuffing in the box. Why? Because as Dr. or um, They point out in 2,000 mules, they get paid for it. And that is illegal under federal law. Now if you brought that evidence to a sheriff, And you said, here's what I observed. Not only did I observe it, I'll sign an affidavit that I observed it. Here are other people who observed it. Here's video. And here's the geolocation data. This, in part, is what has led to the active investigations. I think there's around 20 of them now. Down in Yuma County. Arizona. Where two people so far have pled guilty. To election fraud. Ballot box stuffing. Now a sheriff in Oregon could do the same thing. Why? Well, because the sheriff, under the U.S. Supreme Court ruling, in 1987, is the highest law enforcement officer in that county. That's why sheriff elections are so important. That's why a constitutional sheriff who knows and understands, based on the Supreme Court ruling, what they can do, what they're capable of doing. If they are the highest law enforcement officer in the land, in the county, that means that sheriff can tell the FBI to leave him alone. The sheriff can tell the U.S. Department of Justice or even the Oregon Department of Justice to go pound sand. I have an ongoing investigation. I'm not going to share it with you and you can't interfere. Because if you do, I'm going to arrest you. That's the kind of power that a sheriff has. Now, no sheriff is going to do that lightly because sheriffs have relationships with people in law enforcement at all levels, including the federal level. And if you're going to go to that extreme, well, you're going to create some issues for yourself. But so far, the sheriff in Yuma County is pretty profoundly showing the way. Now, I don't know this, but I'm hoping to find this out over the weekend Uh, at Mike Lindell's Truth Summit, that there are other sheriffs that are not only following that example, but are also producing similar results. Even in blue states. Because in Oregon, yeah, we have 36 counties. A lot of those sheriffs are true patriots who believe that they have a constitutional right to direct what happens in their county. Even if it means they have to go up against their own DA. Because as you know, George Soros has installed DAs that are leftist. John Hummel over in Deschutes County. Certainly Mike Schmidt in Multnomah County. And a sheriff has to realize that that's not an easy thing. Because if the sheriff arrests someone, presents a case, and the DA refuses to prosecute, then what does a sheriff do? It's a fair question to ask, isn't it? That's when a sheriff has to become political. That's when a sheriff... Has to have a titanium spine. And has to say, well, he has to call out the DA for not prosecute. It's 6.48 in the morning. I'll be right back.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of political coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: We are back, my friends, 10 minutes till the top of the hour. This is Freedom Friday, and normally you would be able to call in, but you can't today because this is a pre-recorded show, and I, your lovable, benevolent dictator talk show host, am not going to allow you to call in today, so don't bother, because I'm on an airplane on my way to Mike Lindell's Truth Summit, Springfield, Missouri. I hope that I have some fascinating information for you that would be encouraging once I get back, I'll get back on Monday, and, uh, and I hope that that will be such encouraging information that you will want to come and be a part of the Gathering of Eagles on September 3rd. I know it's Labor Day weekend, but it's the only time we could get Dr. Frank back out here in person to talk about the latest trends from the primary elections, including the one in Colorado. Which has some astonishing uh, results, shall we say, especially in the Secretary of State's race with Tina Peters, who lost her race to the chairman of Zuckerberg's organization, CTCL Board of Directors, Pam Anderson. Yes. Tina Peters, of course, will be joining us. She is the main subject of selection code. That is the code that is selecting, as Rich often says when he calls in, our candidates, our winners are selected, they're not elected. Hopefully, on September 3rd, you're going to get some fantastic information and learn more about how you can, well, how you can stop, ultimately, the steal in Oregon. That has now been ensconced in law because, well, the Democrats passed a law that basically makes it, makes, it makes all of these cheating methodologies, mules, ballot box stuffing, third parties, nonprofits, on and on and on, makes it all legal in Oregon. We can stop it, but only if we're informed. So if you want to register, it's $10 to attend the event. It is a bring-your-own-lunch event, okay? So you just need to pack yourself a lunch. There won't be food on site this year. For $10, come and join us. Or if you cannot make it, because maybe you're busy doing other things, but you still want to watch, we are, for the first time ever, live-streaming the entire event from the beginning of 10 o'clock until we're finished. That's only $20, so you can gather around two or three people. And you can watch the event. Because the theme of this year's event is all about election integrity. All about it, folks. And we want to thank our sponsors for the live stream specifically. That's Beloved Cheesecake, Revolution Pool and Spa, Covered Bridge Cafe, and the Kevin Mannix Law Firm. want to thank all of them for stepping up and helping to make this event happen. We appreciate that. And of course, Freedom FreedomWorks, uh, their vice president, John Tamney, is flying out from D.C. to talk about what's going on in D.C. in terms of the Biden inflation and what it all means to us in the future and how it may impact the elections. And then Tita Peters is going to be joining us from Colorado in person, live. And we're going to show the trailer to Selection Code, which will hopefully, again, with the information that I am going to bring back from this weekend, will inspire you to be involved. Because it is the only way we're going to fix it. By the way, there are a number of lawsuits going on now in Colorado based on what happened there in the astonishing turnarounds of elections. Local elections, they're doing a recount. Now, again, it doesn't matter if you recount if there's all the counterfeit ballots. So that means other things need to happen. But things like the logic and accuracy test that has to be done on these machines and certified. Well, they're getting stonewalled by some election officials. Oh, imagine that. But this, friends, is one of the ways that we can fight back. You see, we need people on the ground. We need to be auditing, knocking on doors, finding out who actually voted and who didn't. Who actually had a ballot cast in their name, but never voted. We also need lawsuits. We need very strategic lawsuits, because the one that really is just astonishing, our Oregon Attorney General, as you've heard me say, made national news, Ellen Rosenblum admitted his court filing, blocking the release of the Sequel files within the vote counting computer in Washington County, said that these machines can be wirelessly hacked. We need lawsuits. And we need strategic lawsuits. Lawsuits that are meant to take away little by little their ability to steal the election. Like, for instance, when Multnomah County says, you can only have one election observer from each party In the room at a time. And there's 12 computers there. And you're trying to watch how honest workers are matching up ballot signature images with the signature on file. It's impossible for one person to monitor 12 computer screens all at the same time, isn't it? Well, the excuse is, well, the room isn't big enough. We we can't accommodate that many people. Well, is that a violation of the law? We need to sue, and we need to sue in federal court, folks. Because these are almost all federal elections. Now, this is going to take money. So two things have to happen here. Enough of the fraud has to be exposed that, Some of the big funders will pay for the lawsuits. And conversely, at the same time, we need to have average people like you and me step up to the plate. And pay for lawsuits. But again, these have to be strategic lawsuits. And we're going to be talking about that at the Gathering of Eagles. Go to kslm.news if you want to register I think I've forgotten to tell you that. Please, go to kslm.news, and you can register. There's a link right there. You click to it. It takes you right to the Oregon Liberty Coalition website where you can go ahead and register. It's very easy and simple to do. You can either buy the $20 live stream or pay $10 to come and attend. Friends, restoring election integrity, taking it back, has to happen in Oregon, but it won't happen unless you're involved. This is why I'm so grateful to those of you, Walt, and so many of the, Anna and others, I can't even begin to list the names of people that I've met that have in fact been out knocking on doors. This has to continue. We have have to have a multi-front strategy so that we can show the people of Oregon conclusively fraud is being committed and on a massive scale. And then we have to work with local sheriffs to start catching it and prosecuting people with the DAs so that no longer can the legislature or the press or a governor ignore it. Then the pressure's on to make the changes. Friends, thanks for joining us. I'll see you Monday. Have a marvelous weekend.